0: Welcome to Behind the Wheel, an audio interview series where you can learn about motor vehicle topics in the state of Maine. Here is your host, Larry Boyden.
1: We are driving behind the wheel, and we are with Patty Morneau. Patty is the deputy for branch operations, equity, and inclusion. When did you get your driver's license?
0: Oh, Lord, I was a sophomore in high school and I had, um, oh, Lord, I just forgot his name, but I, I failed my first exam. I did not successfully pass the, the parallel parking um, uh, portion of, of the exam. Um, I had Mr. Sloan, um, but I also had, um, he's retired now, I can't, I can't remember, St. Peter. Tommy St. Peter, Um, and uh, the second try, I I successfully passed. You know, isn't
1: it kind of interesting when you think back to getting your driver's license, but yet working for the Bureau years later? Mm -hmm. And how things have evolved Mm -hmm. with time. Mm -hmm. So when you're dealing with this uh, new real ID that we've heard so much about, Mm -hmm. how has that gone?
0: Um, It's gone... Fairly well. I mean, we're seeing an an adoption rate from from the general public at about a twenty percent adoption rate um, from our main citizens of wanting to obtain real IDs. Um, it, our difficulty is um, all the documents and and processes and steps staff have to review and and perform in order to issue a real ID. So. Uh... Real ID,
1: which has been delayed, yet, again, there's been several delays with full implementation. So I think that's led probably to some confusion as as well. What's the documentation like for getting one of these things?
0: Well, um, for a Real ID, you have to, of course, establish um, citizenship. And if you're uh, a non-citizen, we have to uh, look at the various... And that's there's a plethora of, of uh, immigration documents that staff have to review to to ascertain um, not only status, legal status, but the term of the credential that we are to issue, um, meaning that if, if their status of stay is for only two years, we can only issue a credential for two years. Um, we also have to see um, documents for, for residency, to prove residency in the state. Um, And we're also required to retain those documents. So we have to scan those documents into our system. Um, We have to verify social security number. Um, At one time, um, prior to the recent change in in the legislation, um, the federal legislation, we were required to actually see, physically see, that social security card. Um, Now we don't have to. We just have to verify that.
1: There's a lot to this,
0: isn't there? Too much to even
1: describe. Is that a challenge for staff mentally in doing the job?
0: It sure is. Um, day after day, staff are exhausted. They're really tired. Um, having to, As you said, the branch office staff, the clerical staff, have to perform a plethora of tasks and responsibilities and, and duties as compared to staff members here where are, they are focused on one specific task. For instance, on, in your shop itself, you've got staff that, that deal with non-commercial exams. You've got staff that spe- specifically deal with commercial exams. My staff in, in public services, in the branch operations, Need to know a little bit about each area that's under this umbrella here at the central office to be able to provide that service to the customer, and more often than not, there's always outreach to, from the branches to the central office to get that that support or extra understanding. You know, I'm thinking that this is what I need to do. Is this correct? Um, so it, it's they they leave their offices on a daily basis. Completely mentally drained, and, and I remember that because that's the way I left the office is just drained.
1: I would have to imagine that for staff to have someone who's overseeing that whole area has to be encouraging, though. Someone that knows what it's like to sit behind the window and have to answer twelve different types of questions in a transaction.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: What about this driver's license that we have now? I think it looks so nice yes the design of the driver's license
0: yes how did you come about getting that well that was that that that's another great adventure we had um you linda and i had the fortunate opportunity to work with our vendor idemia to actually sit down and and construct a card design to actually put together the design of the card Um, and worked with them for three or four days. We ended up being uh, at their facility for three or four days and designing this card.
1: You know, recently I had someone from northern Maine, which you said earlier, that you're from northern Maine, and I had an individual ask about the rolling hills Mm -hmm. that are part of that card design, and what does that signify?
0: Um... Well, it's 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 a part of it's a part of our environment here in the state and um, the rolling hills. When you travel through the county, you get um, well. Actually, once you hit um, uh, the Millinocket region area, in Mount Katahdin, and you get you start traveling up through Route 11, um, heading up towards um, the northern part of the county. You're just going over those rolling hills and valleys, and it's just it's just a part of our geographic um, layout of the state.
1: And we have some puffins in that design, and uh, it's it's colorful. And when you really look at it, there's so many things about Maine that you can recognize.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's a yes. fascinating
1: design. I yes. Think.
0: Yes. I, I have to pat all three of us on the back for for um, uh, the creativity and, and the ideas that we brought to IDEMIA and how they put that card design together for us. Thanks for listening to this episode of Behind the Wheel, a production of the Maine Bureau of Motor Vehicles in collaboration with Secretary of State Shanna Bellows. For more information on a variety of motor vehicle topics, Visit our webpage at main.gov slash SOS slash BMV.